once again to the Power 5 Mentality Podcast, the first and only podcast discussing mid-major marketing, creative, and more. My name is Scott Peace, and I'm the Associate AD for External Affairs at the University of Evansville. I'm joined as always with my co-host and co-worker, Emily McMillan, Assistant Director of Media Relations and Creative Communications at UE. Today, we are joined by Ross Ochter, Assistant Director of Creative Services at Toledo. Ross attended the University of Toledo, where he majored in individualized studies with a concentration in graphic design. He worked as a digital designer for the Toledo Blade newspaper before returning to Toledo in his current role. Ross, so thank, thanks so much for joining us. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about um, Ross's education at Toledo and his experience transitioning from a newspaper into the sports business. Um, we'll talk about his role at Toledo, and then Emily and Ross will get into some of the graphic design, which is certainly more her expertise than mine. So we'll let them two talk that through, um, and then we'll wrap up with some of our usual segments. Um, so Emily, if you're ready, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, jump right in and just talk about your undergrad experience also at Toledo. Um, just talk a little bit about the how you gained experience um, going into um, a new phase of life in undergrad and just how you have used that to kind of gain experience going forward. Yeah, so my interest in graphic design definitely started in high school where I went to school. We had a career in tech program and I was in the visual communications class. So it was like a two-year program and it was all things graphic design. So my interest definitely started then and I knew that was something I wanted to get into in college. And when I got offered to play baseball at Toledo, I like immediately was trying to search through some majors that I'd be interested in. And like I said, that was what I wanted to go into. And luckily for us, we have the world-renowned Toledo Museum of Art. So we kind of have our whole art campus over there. So that was definitely great news for me. And I was fortunate enough to be able to kind of find a major that fit exactly what I wanted to do and just kind of went from there. Yeah, and being a student athlete while also learning about graphics is probably an interesting perspective. Did you did you have an opportunity to work with the athletic department or um, do anything like sports graphics wise when you're an undergrad? Yeah, so my sophomore, sorry, I get my years confused because my freshman year, true freshman year of college, I had surgery in baseball or from baseball, I should say. And I got redshirted, so technically my sophomore year of school was my freshman year of baseball. So my sophomore year of school, I started an internship in the athletic department, actually, under who was in my current position right now. And I did that for a whole semester, and that's just kind of how I got into little sports design. It wasn't anything crazy at the time. It was more so some mailers and just smaller intern work. And I mean, especially back then, the field isn't as big as it is now. So there wasn't quite as much to do, um, but I still enjoyed it a lot. And I knew just from then on that this is something I would love to get into. And then from Toledo, you went to the Toledo Blade newspaper. Just talk about that and being a graphic design um, designer for a, a newspaper, which I think is something that I, I've never really heard a whole lot about, but I, it's obviously a very important part of how a newspaper runs. Data. 
Yeah, I can elaborate on that. So the Toledo Blade is a newspaper for all of Northwest Ohio and Southeast Michigan. And at the time when I was there, the newspaper in its own app, everything was digital. And it was like the main part of my job was the digital interactive ads within the app. So that was, I would say definitely the most fun part and enjoyable part of my job there. Cause outside of that, it was more so what you would expect as like newspaper banner ads and just smaller print stuff like that. So, I mean, I was there for a year and a half and I mean, like I said, I was in athletics kind of my whole life and just being away from that, that short period of time, right after I graduated, I knew that I wanted to get back in. And luckily the opportunity presented itself at the perfect time for me. And I just haven't looked back. Awesome. And now you're at Toledo, um, back at your alma mater. So I'll hand it back over to Scott to talk about that role. Ross, can you explain a little bit about how your role is set up at Toledo? And I always like to ask people in roles similar to yours, um, just because it seems like it's a little bit different everywhere, whether it's grouped into marketing or media relations or some schools big enough to have its own department. How would you describe how your role fits in with the bigger picture there? Yes. Yeah, so like you said, it kind of varies from school to school, and I'm pretty sure it's changed from year to year here. But I mean, as of right now, and since I've been here, I'm in the marketing department. So I report to our associate AD, which is her name is Heather Lutz. And luckily for me, she was in the same position when I was an intern here. So kind of that made my transition into this new job. Awesome. I knew her and then a lot of the administrators here were also here when I played baseball and was an intern. So that definitely made everything easy. Um, we have three other people in our marketing department, two are in video, and then another one is just kind of like a marketing and sales fan experience. Outside of that, we obviously work very closely with communications, all of the SIDs have a great relationship with them, and they actually take a ton of slack off or a ton of pressure off of me and help with some of the little graphics if I can throw them a template or whatnot. So yeah, I mean, there's definitely a big group of us, but from a design standpoint, I'm the only person, so. So Ross, I was sitting in a Krispy Kreme drive-through to get donuts on Father's Day, and I saw a Father's Day graphic that it turns out you made that I absolutely just loved. It was a Father's Day graphic that had a pair of Nike Air Monarchs. If you're unfamiliar with those, Google it, and it'll instantly, you'll <laughs> see that those are the shoes your dad wears. Uh, talk about the inspiration behind that. And uh, I'm assuming that got pretty good play. Just anything that, uh, any feedback you got on that? Yeah. Um, so obviously the inspiration for that is when I was younger, like when I would think of a dad, the first thing I would think of are either their New Balance shoes or their Nike Air Monarchs. So I kind of wanted to mash that up with how Nike does their sneaker releases now, how whatever sneaker you're buying, it would say got them in the background. So it's just a pretty easy mashup there. And I mean, we got a ton of great interactions with that. Definitely thought that was probably uh, my wittiest graphic I've come up with. And I mean, definitely got a ton of love from that. Do you have a specific graphic that you've made since you've been at Toledo that you would say uh, is your favorite or most special for any reason? Oof. Um, 
I wouldn't say I necessarily have a favorite. I would say from like a graphic series standpoint, my favorite would probably be my little poster series for football this year. Um, after I made the first one, I just got a little bit more creative with each one. And that's definitely something that I've enjoyed and that I probably like the most out of all my work. So another thing you got to be involved with uh, was over the summer when uh, Coach Duggs kind of swept the nation. There wasn't a whole lot else going on, so he kind of yeah. took advantage of that for sure. Uh, and Toledo is a big part of that whole story. Could you first just kind of explain briefly to anyone unfamiliar about what that was and exactly before we go into some of the details? Yeah, so for those of you that aren't familiar with that, that kind of originated from Barstool Sports, one of their main people there, I guess. Uh, his name is Big Cat, and he's the head of a podcast called Pardon My Take. And like you said, at the beginning of the whole quarantine thing, there's not a whole lot going on. So they are trying to push out some more content. And he started streaming on Twitch, NCAA, I think it was like 07 football. And in that game, you can create like a dynasty or coach at a school. And he created a coach. And his very first school when he started streaming was actually at Toledo. So, I mean, right away when that started, we didn't really think anything of it. It was just kind of at the end when they won like a Mac championship and he was leaving to go on to a bigger school. One of the kids in the marketing department was like, Hey, like, I think this is something we should jump on at least just make a graphic now. Like it would do great. So I made a graphic. And then after he left Toledo and moved on to bigger and better things, he kept streaming and was going from school to school and just, Every school that he went to, they started picking it up a little bit more, a little bit more. And he ended up going to, it was like five or six different schools. And then he ended up coming all the way back to Toledo for his last year. And then that's when things kind of really took off. Just when he announced he was coming back and then also seeing all these other schools pushing out all this content, we knew that was something we needed to jump on. And I mean, luckily we did our interactions on social media and just everything were just through the roof and it's actually funny the timing with that like you said there's not a whole lot going on like all sports just got canceled and I wasn't very busy at home and it's funny like during the whole quarantine the busiest I've been was doing graphics for a fake person streaming a video game no it's funny I mean I that thing was huge this summer it was like everyone's Super Bowl because it was the only thing going on and I think yep. a lot of the schools did a really good job pushing it um can you tell us a little bit about some of the specific content you did for it especially when he came back that second time yeah so a big thing with him was whenever he would score 50 points in a game he would always call it a 50 burger so like I said when our fans and everyone picked that up around here we kind of jumped on an opportunity with one of our athletic department sponsors and we partnered with them. And whenever he would score 50 points, I made a graphic for that. And we'd tweet it out and people could present that in the store and they would get 50% off of any burger of their choice. So that was just kind of a cool way for us to incorporate a little fun into actually generating some good revenue for a main sponsor of ours. I think that's such a good example of 
what so many people did during the summer, just taking advantage of what they had in order to do whether they're make goods or even provide more value than they would have gotten in the first place. Um, and I just think you guys did a really good job. I know you probably didn't have anything to do with him choosing Toledo. I don't know the background there, but um, just being able to take it. Yeah. Just being able to take advantage of something like that, that kind of falls in your lap is, is huge. So Absolutely. kudos to you guys. Uh, well, I'm going to turn it back over to Emily now and let you guys talk a little graphic design. Yeah, so jumping right into the fun stuff, um, looking at your portfolio last night, it, it's very clear that you have a diverse experience with graphics just from all the way around. But something I noticed and something you mentioned in our pre-call like communication is just your style of text-heavy graphics and like number-heavy graphics. But at the same time, you're able to make them very, still very clean and very like readable. Um, so just jump into that, talk about um, your design style and how you make those kind of um, infographics uh, work for um, the different projects. Yeah, so just from a design style standpoint, I like to keep all of my graphics clean and neat. And I definitely try and incorporate that into everything I do. Um, like I said, in my like pre-interview questionnaire, I mentioned how typography is like the biggest thing that I've ever learned about. Um, when I first got into this, that's not something you necessarily think about. And you're like, oh, if I can make everything else look cool, like I don't have to worry about text. And in my opinion, uh, the type that you're using that can definitely make or break anything. And I mean, just kind of drawing inspiration from people all over the country, kind of seeing how they're incorporating different types. That definitely has impacted the way I'm designing right now. And I mean, I'm definitely grateful for that because that has definitely worked to my advantage in a lot of my graphics. Yeah, I, I looked at your portfolio yesterday and I had to design a graphic and I was like, I need to do something crazier with our um, type than just um, laying it on the graphics. So I, I've already kind of taken inspiration yeah. from what you're doing on that. Um, but another thing that you talked about in our pre-communication is just being able to create unique identities within different sports graphics, which I think is is difficult, but also like really important because you're trying to stay consistent and stay on brand, but you want to give a unique voice to each um, team. And so just uh, talk a little bit about that. Like one of the things I noticed you recently have done is little sparks or on football because you guys are the Rockets. So like just relating all of that and making it specific to different sports. Um, how, how does that process work for you? Yeah. So, I mean, my very first year here, that definitely is not something I would have ever thought about. And I'm glad that I have adapted and kind of picked up on what people were doing. But luckily for me, we have an intern here who has been an intern for probably like six years. He's from the Toledo area and has helped with women's basketball. And he's really big into social media now and video and stuff like that. So we're always kind of sending stuff back and forth, drawing inspiration from different designers. And that is definitely something that he brought up to me and I'm glad he did. We were talking last year before we came up with a campaign for 2020-2021. We were pulling from Tennessee and how 
they definitely have a different identity for every sport. And that is something that I did want to try and do this year. Um, it does get difficult at times, but like you said, bringing up like the fire sparks for football, for basketball, just kind of incorporating some like stitching from the numbers. And then for volleyball, like volleyball pattern, same thing with soccer. And then even from like a photography standpoint with our photo shoots, we're big on trying to create different backgrounds that will help set apart different teams. And I'm hoping to continue to do this in years down the road. Yeah, you kind of already talked about it, but like, how do you go about like finding the personality or like the um, look that you want to go for each team? Like, I've been trying to do that recently with social media, with the different voice and different tone for each uh, sport account. Do you have a similar kind of process when you're going um, team by team? Like if one team wants to be very team oriented versus like individualized? I wouldn't say there's necessarily like a particular formula for that. It's just kind of throwing stuff out there, seeing if it works and if it doesn't. Um, like I said, with my intern, Max, we definitely are always sharing things back and forth, trying to collaborate, see what works, see what doesn't, and definitely seeing what other people are doing, pulling inspiration from them, and that has definitely worked in our favor. What are some accounts or uh, sport, uh, teams that you particularly follow for inspiration? Oh, God, there's a ton. I would say from my favorites, I would go more designers, but from a team standpoint, I love what Georgia football is doing. Um, their graphics are awesome. That's kind of how I got the like spark flare inspiration. Um, I definitely like what Boston College is doing right now. I mean, like I said, I kind of try and keep all my stuff clean. Everything they're doing there is just awesome, clean, neat, and looks beautiful. Um, I mean, I would say there's just a ton. It's hard to pick, but every morning when I get into work, I get onto Behance and I'm just searching, just kind of seeing what catches my eye, what doesn't, and just kind of go from there and just love trying different things out to see what works and what doesn't. Definitely. I, I just am like trying to take all the notes I can from what you're talking <laughs> about, but um, that kind of goes into our next kind of section of just like advice and tips for the young designer out there that's potentially listening to this. Um, what ad advice for someone that's trying to break into uh, design or just sports in general um, would you have like from like, oh, I don't know how to do use Photoshop or how, how do I gain a skill? Like what, what kind of advice would you um, give someone that's, that's just trying to learn? I would definitely say the internet is your friend. Um, I'm definitely not fully self-taught, but I would like to think just kind of, like I said, searching for inspiration, watching videos like that, um, that will definitely help you kind of tone up your skills. But I mean, there's a ton of tutorials and there's, you have a lot of resources available to kind of help you learn. It's just more of a motivational thing. You'll learn as much as you want. Um, but I do get asked that question quite a bit, like, where do I start? Where do I start? Um, 
you just have to be eager to want to learn. Um, and the biggest thing I learned right away is like every graphic you make is not going to be a masterpiece. And don't be afraid to get feedback from someone. I mean, that is one thing my boss said she's super glad that she'd be like, hey, maybe this, maybe change that. And they would get so offended by it. And I'm like, always open for feedback. I think that's definitely something that I've learned from my sports background. Just always getting criticized from any coaches, my parents, my sister, anything like that. So definitely don't be afraid to reach out and ask for advice. And there's never a dumb question to ask. Yeah, but I think that's exactly the like you have to start somewhere and the only yep. place you can start is from step one. Um, so yeah, it, I, I get that question a lot too. And I'm like, well, just literally Google it. If you can't figure it out, DM me and we'll, we'll figure it yeah. out together. But yeah. <laughs> um, but like I, I've have I've had this question before of like, how do you go from that step one of like a new project? Like you want to come up with a design for X, Y, and Z project. How do you personally, Ross, how do you go from I need like conceptualizing the design to finishing it? Because a lot of people have issues like even starting a graphic, they just look at the Photoshop document, knowing what they want to do, but how like getting it onto paper and getting it um, through to the finish line. I think the first thing that you want to think about is what you want to be the focal point and then just kind of build from there. Um, I know my first year, I wasn't very big on text heavy graphics. So when there are like certain giveaways or certain accolades that players are receiving, like that's something you want to put an emphasis on. And that's definitely something that I've adapted to this year. You just need to be able to establish what you want to be the main focal point of that graphic. And whether it's a person, whether it's text, um, just being able to establish that right away, that makes the rest of the graphic go by so much easier. Yeah, absolutely. Um, final kind of question in this section is if you could give yourself advice when you were just coming out of undergrad or your, your younger self, what advice would you give yourself and how like that you wish you would have known um, earlier on in your career? Um, I would say, like I mentioned before, like social media and the internet is your friend. Do not be afraid to reach out to people to try and get some real life experience. I unfortunately wasn't able to do that when I was in college just because of baseball. But if I were to have not played a sport, that is definitely something I would have tried to take advantage of. Like I said, get out there, ask questions, try and get some real life experience because that would definitely prepare you for the field you want to get into. Um, but I mean, the good thing is there's not really a direct path and plan that will lead you to here. I mean, everyone's paths are different. Like I said, I was in sports, out of sports, was working at a newspaper. I'm like, there's no way I'm getting back in athletics. But luckily, like I said, the opportunity presented itself and just here and going through everything now. Um, that definitely helped me realize that there's definitely not a set path and you just need to be eager to learn. Yeah. I, I, I literally just took a, like a whole page of notes listening to you talk. So um, I'll hand it back over to Scott for our favorite R and D segment. Now, Russ, I think that's all really good advice. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that. Um, and you've already talked about a couple things already, uh, but this is another one of those questions I, I usually 
like to ask the graphic designers because we get some interesting answers. Um, talk about a time you took an idea from another uh, organization, school, whatever it may be, maybe quote unquote, stole it for yourself and how you kind of adjusted to make it work. Yeah, um, touched on that a little bit earlier, just kind of with the the Father's Day graphic, just the whole Nike idea with the Gotham, um, also with the whole poster series idea with football and Jonathan Castro from Kansas State. Um, I mean, there's just always, there's always a time where I'm searching for inspiration. Outside of those two, I would say a favorite thing that I've done was our old designer here at Toledo while he was at Colorado for football. He was a designer there. His name is Derek Markle. He's at USC now for football. Um, they did a cool thing with like pregame playlists with their football players and coaches. And that's something we tried to incorporate this year for um, during quarantine, just trying to push out some content. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's definitely always inspiration drawn from other people and I'd say those are probably three of my favorite ones. Well, very good. Well, Ross, I'll leave the, the floor open to you for any final remarks or anything you'd like to share with anyone listening before we let you go. Yeah, well, thanks again for having me on. This has been great. I hope I've been of help for you guys, but just want to touch back. Like I said before, I mean, something I wish I would have known earlier, and I'm glad I do now and would like to give this advice out, is there's not going to be a direct path for anything in life. Um, like I said, there's tons of designers that have come from all walks of life and end up in the same area. So that is definitely something that people need to understand and not hang your head on if you're not doing something you love right now. I mean, it's like I said, everyone comes from all over. So definitely try to not get discouraged and always stay eager and willing to learn to try and achieve your end goal. Well, very good. And Ross is one of the newest uh, sports biz dads out there. So we wish you the best of luck juggling another ball it. into the equation there. Uh, so good luck with that. Uh, best wishes to your family. And I want to remind everyone to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at P5 Mentality. Subscribe to and rate us on your favorite podcast streaming site. Check out our blog on the Power 5 Mentality website. And remember, Power 5 is just a mentality. Thank <laughs> you.